Welcome to EQ2 LFG, the unofficial EverQuest 2 podcast where we take a look at the world of Norath from the player's perspective. News and updates, strats and secrets, bugs and bonuses. It's all right here, right now. Welcome back, everybody, to this episode of EQ2 LFG. This is Trin again, and I'm joined today with Marina. Hi, guys. We're back. We are back, and we've got even more information to talk to you guys about today. We are going to go over some trade skill type things, mostly some temporary adornments, some food items. There are these new snacks, and then we're also going to go over some updates, the patch notes, what's happening uh, in the calendar, as well as a few things that are a little beyond our reach, but we did want to mention them. <laughs> so we'll start off with the, the most recent patch notes. We actually have a patch coming out um, at the time of this recording. It will be tomorrow, January 18th will be the next patch, uh, but we're going to go over the last two as well. On the 4th of January, the patch that came out then um, they had tweaked rage encounters to make them a little more manageable. But the big one that they did on the 4th of January was that uh, the Ascended Achievement no longer requires you to complete the Kunark Ascending Signature quest line. And the reason why this is important is so is that as you are, as we mentioned last week, as you're traveling through the Plane of Magic and you're doing your quest lines, doing your faction quests, doing your signature quest line, you're gaining Ascension like crazy. Well, up until January 4th, if you completed all four Ascension lines, because you hadn't completed the Kunark Ascending Signature Quest, you couldn't get the Tome of the Ascended, which is why you want all four Ascensions. So now you don't have to go back to Kunark and, and Abyss Frontier and do that Signature Quest line to get your Tome of the Ascended. All you have to do is just get through those four Ascensions. Then on uh, the 9th of January, they um, added Transmutation Stones to the Loot Table in the Solo and Heroic Zones. And let me tell you, I ran an instance, a Solo instance today, and they're dropping like Skittles in there. So that's going to help you um, with transmuting and stuff so that when you start working on your White Adorns, and we'll talk about that in a future podcast, you're going to have plenty of things to transmute because right now everybody's been salvaging everything because they want the infusers. And Trin will talk a little about this. Snacks can now be deposited in the food and drink depot. They also corrected an issue that prevented the Thomic scrolls, like Thomic scroll of prowess, pain, whatever, from granting stats to players above level 100. So now when you use those scrolls, you're not going to be looking at your stats wondering what the heck happened because nothing happened. That's the last two updates. So then and Trin's going to talk to you a little bit about, because she's really hunkered down and, and raised up her provisioner and her tinkerer. I focused on leveling up characters. She focused on leveling up trade skillers. So she's going to go over a little bit on um, on some tinkered items that we have now and some food items that we have that are pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Over the holidays, they did give us a bonus XP for I think two weeks. And so I definitely took advantage of that uh, double XP time for all of my trade skillers. One, because we don't have currently the trade skill crafting line for the signature line. So there was really no way outside of double XP for me to level those girls up. And I just didn't want to leave them sitting once I realized how important trade skill is to this expansion and how important those items are. So I did a lot of grinding. <laughs> and what I found was, especially on my provisioner, I want to go over some snacks with you guys. Snacks are a new concept, this expansion. And so what they do is their food items 
and they have unique names just like all the other food items but they have a proc and all of the procs are a snack of some sort so i will give you the list of snack names and if you know about a snack then you're going to want to find out the names of those snacks and go back and use them a unique characteristic about snacks is that they stack on top of your normal food and drink so you could be running your normal food and drink and then snacks will layer i tested this out and you can have all seven snacks running at once on top of your food which is really really handy so this is like the temporary adorns that you would put onto your weapons or on pieces of your gear that you could get off your, the marketplace or back in the lumber where you would go and buy temporary adorns that would last for an hour or so these snacks will then stack on top of your food just like that yes they will and you can see them in your spell effects window so if you're running your spell effects window go ahead and it'll show it'll look uh, the icon looks like a little food and drink icon and I had all seven of them running at once so the different types of them and I'm just gonna rattle these off really quickly you guys can you can email us or get with us or tweet us or something for more information on these but you've got your durable snacks and those improve base auto attack modifier by different amounts the highest one is 0.4 and then you've got energetic snacks and that increases slashing aim crushing and range by a couple of different amounts and the highest one is 2153 you've got your overwhelming snack which is a crit bonus over cap and the highest one is 10 you've got your finesse snack which increases focus disruption ordination ministration subjugation and that one is the same amount as the energetic snack so your your max one is 2153 your furious snack is a hate gain boost you can get up to 30 percent on hate gain with a furious snack if you get the higher tier one and then your elusive snack is gain to block chance so i think the highest one on that's 4.2 percent to block chance and last but not least your resistive snack is an a buff to aggression parry and defense and that one is also the high the max is 2153 so those are all your snacks you can run all seven of them at the same time i wouldn't necessarily tell you to do that because not everybody needs hate gain not everybody needs block i mean it's not going to hurt but unless you have the materials to to blow on it i would just use what is going to fit your character so for all characters I would definitely say you want the overwhelming snack because that's the crit bonus over cap. So everybody would be also using the durable snacks, which improves your base auto attack modifier. Right. So that's all of the different snacks that you can get. They have unique names, like I said. They have different tiers. So you've got your higher tier and your lower tier. The difference between the higher tier and the lower tier, obviously the stats are more at a higher tier. However, the time is shorter. So the duration that these snacks last is going to be shorter on the higher tier they only last for 10 minutes on the lower tier they do last for 30 minutes but again 30 minutes of a lower stat or 10 minutes of a higher stat it really depends on how you play and how many spaces in your hot bar i guess you have left <laughs> at this point all right the next thing i wanted to go over was the the tinkered items that are temporary adornments that, it, that have recently come out and i really like these we're going to talk about the hot shots first of all if you you have played through and you can get into Colosseum of Valor and you are a level 110 artisan of any kind, you can get certain potions 
And we'll talk about those potions probably in a different podcast. But there's a bunch of recipes that you could buy from certain vendors in the Coliseum of Valor. I am just going to go over the tinkered items right now. These hot shots are called Cybernetic. And you've got three different versions. You've got the Power Link, the Pain Link, and the Force Link. Now, these work very similarly to last expansion's Prowess Scrolls or the Draft of Prowesses that we had. They have different stats associated with them. How it works is you go to the vendor, you purchase with the current currency, which is Tears of Row. Uh, I believe each recipe costs 15 Tears of Row and some status and some actual coin. You pick up your recipe and your recipe only has three charges. There's no crafting area currently in the Coliseum of Valor, so you're going to have to either go home, go to your city, or go to your guild hall. So when you go to wherever you are, your crafting station, and you craft these cybernetic links, you've got the three charges. They take two rubicite for each charge. So you're going to have to have rubicite as well as some common materials and your celestial coal. So your two rubicite will make one link. That link is then scribed into your knowledge book and you get two charges that are each one hour. And that is true for the power link, the pain link, and the force link. Power link is a potency bonus of 300 and it stacks if everyone in your group is using it. So it will stack 300 for each person that's using it. The pain link is the group crit bonus over cap of plus 10 and that will stack with everybody in your group again. And the force link is the ability modifier gain is 25,000 and your max hit points is 50,000. Again, stacks across the group. So those are the big hitters. Those do cost rubicite while you're making them. So you know you have to go hunt down some rubicite or buy some on the broker. Now the version that you can use commons to make is called a mechanized force link or a mechanized power link or a mechanized pain link and those you can get the tinkered recipe for and you own that recipe forever they doesn't have a limited number of charges however the stats are lowered by quite a bit so the mechanized force link is only 10k ability modifier and your hit points are only 30k as far as the buff goes for the mechanized pain link it's only a plus five crit bonus over cap and for the mechanized power link your potency is only only goes up by 100 so those are the temporary adornments that act kind of like the prowess scrolls that we've had in the past. Now there's another section of temporary adornments that are tinkered as well that you can use on your gear. They're not maintained in your spell effects. They are maintained on your gear itself. And there's three different versions that you can get. You have your maintained tinkered injector, your maintained tinkered insight, and your maintained tinkered coating. Now, when I say the names of those, maintained means that it's the longer lasting one. You can also get an extended tinkered injector, an extended tinkered insight, and an extended tinkered coating. Those are only four hours. And then if you take that first word, extended or maintained, off altogether and you only do the tinkered injector or insight or coating, then it's only a one hour buff. So the injector gives you plus five crit bonus over cap. The insight gives you 25% potency and the coating gives you 15% max health. The nice thing about these is you can mix and match them on your gear. 
The injector can go on your primary, secondary, head, chest, shoulders, forearms, legs, hands, and feet. <laughs> the insight. <laughs> and the insight can do, go all those places as well. The coating, however, which is the Max Health one, can only go on your primary, secondary, head, chest, and shoulders. So it depends on what stats you're looking for and how you want to mix and match those. But if you are going to go to your local broker and check these out, you're going to want to search for maintained, tinkered, and either injector, insight, or coating. Oh, if you are a tinker and you're making them, they take common materials and they last for eight hours each, which is really nice if you get the maintained ones. But you do have to be a max level tinkerer to be able to do the maintained versions. That's all of the tinkered items and our snacky snacks for this time. Okay. And so that's a lot to think about. It really is. Um, I'm still learning about all the snacks and the and the tinkered items and, and what they do and which ones I can replace my handy dandy scrolls of prowess and pain and stuff with. So then we also are coming into the producers letter just came out. She um, is very excited. And I think the most exciting thing that she has to say about um, upcoming content is she says, as, as you all adventures through the expansion. The team here is on a quest of our own planning. We're in the midst of figuring out what's in store for this year. And I can't spoil anything yet, but it's going to be good. While you might have to wait for a while for more information about what's coming your way, you won't have to wait too much longer for our next game update. Slated for early February. Yes. We'll be releasing the Trade Skills Signature Quest Line, which offers an additional way to earn progression and continues the story of Planes of Prophecy. Um, the next game update will offer a variety of other content, including a new season of Familiars, and you'll learn more about that soon. So, yes, they're finally going to be bringing out... Our trade skill signature quest line, a lot of us have been waiting for that. A lot of us have been praying for that because sitting in front of a trade skill station, grinding out 10 levels is not fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and, and you know, we have it in writing now, which is nice. Yes. It's, it's official. It's from the executive producer. We will be getting it in February. Yes. Thank God. Thank goodness for that. So I'm very, very excited for that. Very excited because I've got a bunch of girls I need to level up. And I just was not thrilled about that. Oh, and then we have live events coming up. We've got Aerolissi Day. Um, and that's going to be in um, February, I think, February 8th through the 21st, a week before the 14th and a week after February 14th. And prior to that, we have... Um, Caliphant City Festival. So stack up on your city coins because uh, they'll be there and wanting you to spend them. Um, what else is there? Oh, we have bugs and bonuses. Um, bugs. The the planner and fusion scroll drops. They're right now. They're currently only dropping in heroic content, either event heroic or heroic instances. If you could like see your way to like make those drop down in the solo and the duo zones, that would be just freaking amazing, because I know a lot of crafters that. They love to craft and they like to play the game. They like to piddle putts around and everything, but they're not particularly interested in going into pickup groups and pugs, you know, to get hopefully win the, you know, win the random on a scroll drop. So if you could put those into the solo instances, that would be like freakingly, amazingly awesome. You know, we should have a section... <laughs> 
because we have our bugs and bonuses and tips and tricks and all that stuff. We should have a section that's like requests for the devs. Yes. <laughs> I feel like every time we put out a podcast, we're like, hey, guys, how poke. about this? Poke, 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 poke. Yeah. It's, it's like, hey, guys, next time you give us a veteran reward, could we get some more vitality and XP potions? Cause that would be awesome because yeah. I was scrounging. It's been a long time since we've gotten any kind of, you know, experience potions or vitality potions or anything. It's been quite some time. And I was scrounging all through my all through my different drawers and vaults and chests and bags looking for even just a 20 <laughs> percent. Yeah, well, I did. I, I did kind of think ahead and earlier in the fall, kind of like late summer, early fall, I knew the expansion was going to be coming out and there was word on the street that the level cap was going up. So every month we get as a paid subscription player, you get the 500 day break cash. And instead of spending those on anything, I would either save them or sometimes you would log in and get that that little choice of possibly using your 500 daybreak coins to buy a vitality potion. Yep. I did that. I did yep. that on a couple of different tunes and they were no trade. So you have to be careful like who you give them to or who claims them. But I made sure to do that and it really paid off because then I didn't have to spend any money on them because if you use them all, if you've already used all of your potions on your character, the only other way to get them is to purchase them. Purchase with real them. money. Real money. And some of us don't have the luxury of spending money like that. I, I love you guys, but I pay, you know, my my subscription fee and I times use two. times two <laughs> <laughs> times two. So I, I have to be really careful where my daybreak cash goes. And yes, I did buy a couple of vitality potions while I was leveling up my one girl because it was very painful. So yeah, you know, we're just like gently poking you and yeah, maybe we should have like a request to the devs, please. <laughs> now that we have your ear. One of the complaints that I've heard that's really consistent throughout the community is that last expansion players who were more, adventure bound felt like they were forced to trade skill because of the signature line requirements and this expansion people who are mostly trade skillers feel like they're being forced to be adventurers because of the drops and the recipes that are no trade that they have to go into heroic zones now and get them they can't solo their way through to find these recipes they can't buy them they might be able to buy the loot rights but now you're talking about a lot of money right and so maybe we can find some way to make a little bit of a balance and one of the balances would be to have that stuff that right now is like dropping in the heroic zones and is no trade maybe put them down into the solo and the duo zones maybe make them a little a little more of a rare drop but but make them drop in those zones for people who just are not inclined to go into the heroic zones but are ardent and I mean ardent trade skillers they love the trade skill system in this game but they're just not quite enthused about doing the pugs or you know we might be putting the carriage before the horse here and we haven't seen the new trade skill quest line so we don't know if there's going to be the ability to gain all of these recipes and all of these things through that and that would be wonderful and that would make all of this go away yes yes and then we can just say ignore the last few minutes of our podcast number 13 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right we didn't say it <laughs> 
So the actual... There are four actual infusers. They don't take much in the way of, unlike previous infusers that required a harvested material, these infusers, from what I understand, they only take five salvaged planar infusement fragments, and you get that from infusing or from salvaging whatever you're salvaging. And then um, just commons, 10 storm stock, 8 golden ember, eight uh, gnarled entwood and 30 celestial candles to make. So they're not outrageous to make. It's just getting that recipe. There's there's the planar ability mod infuser. There's the reconstructed planar potency infuser, reconstructed planar stamina infuser. So there are only three. I said, I said four, I meant three. We need those because you have to bump up your gear, you know, always have to make gear a little bit better, just a little bit better. For the infusers, um, the recipe is called, a, the recipe is called reconstructed planar infusers. Right now there's a few on the broker and I don't know about your play server, but my play server, they're outrageous. They want a whole lot of money for one infuser. So the January 18th update, they've got the two biggest things that I saw on the notes were PQs, the public oh, quest oh, yeah. zones. <laughs> the yeah. public quest zones are now going to actually enforce the number of players allowed to be in, and it's going to be a maximum of 48. Thank and you. I, <laughs> yeah, I have been in those zones where there's at least 100 people, but you can't count more than 100 because that's all that your, your slash who will count. And it is Crazy. You just get booted left and right. I mean, I've no, I know myself and other people who would be fighting the the boss mob at the end, and you'd get booted out, and you'd come back and not get your rewards after you yep. spent a half an hour mm-hmm. in that place. It was a very frustrating mm-hmm. situation, but yes, well, this and, is and good. This, this is, is really good. Thank you. This is a this is a bonus. This is a huge bonus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, spell lag. You sit there and you're punching your button, hoping the spell will go off. Get the heal off. Get the heal off. Yeah. Oh, it didn't go off. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, this was a for I'm I I sorry I forgot all about that. Yes, no, forty eight. That is wonderful, 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 wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's a definite bonus. And then the other big thing was in the heroic dungeons, um, items that are used in planar recipes should all now drop from the final boss of yes. their respective zones. <laughs> so that's really good. We are going to in a future podcast we're going to go into those planar recipes. We're going to go into orange adornments, and that is a giant complex complicated discouraging sort of subject at the moment but we're gonna get into that and hopefully it doesn't take six months to get our orange adornments but we'll see about how that works out it's kind of convoluted now and i i have to tell the devs thank you for taking away that random accidental harvest node in the instances that you know somebody could pick up and nobody would know they had it and everybody's wondering where it was at and yada 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 so thank you for making that a consistent drop off of the end mobs that helps a lot i might even consider doing this the quest now So I know if, I know a few people that are working on it and it's like Trin said, we're going to be going into this whole thing in another podcast because there's a lot of information there, a lot to take in. It's kind of like when we first started discussing ascensions um, and what all that entailed, the unique recipes coming out of this expansion are going to take a little bit of talking about and can seem a tad bit overwhelming, but that's down the line here. Maybe that'll change with the trade skill site the quest line that's coming in. Yeah, we really don't want to complain too much because yeah. a lot yeah. of things might be changing or we might get be getting like back doors to different content with this new trade skill quest line and i think that would really ease the pressure on the mm-hmm. trade skillers mm-hmm. who 
feel like they're being forced or compelled to do things that's sort of outside of their box. I mean, yeah. Yeah. some of us are very well-rounded and like to do everything from tinker, trade skill to raid and heroic and all that stuff. Some people like to fly around and just harvest stuff in their spare time, you know? It's yeah. Like, yeah. It just no. depends on, on your play style. And so I, I know that Daybreak does a really good job of, of trying to cater to all the different types of play styles and still keep it really interesting. You are greatly appreciated. Don't listen to what all the naysayers are saying. Sometimes we get frustrated, but no, you're appreciated. I know it's a thankless job in the most cases. So Yeah, just listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got our finger. I'm a bard. I have my finger on the pulse and my, my ear to the wind. <laughs> all right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. And um, if you want to get a hold of us, if you have comments, questions, or you want to talk to us or you want us to clarify something, you can email us. Our email address is admin at eq2lfg.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at EQ2LFG, uh, where we have a Facebook page. Just look up EQ2LFG and you can get a hold of us there. And you can always just find us. We'll have all of that in the show notes of this podcast as well. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you later. Talk to you later. Bye bye. <laughs>